Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, wherever you are located. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome to another episode. I am your host, Shini Crystal, and I am so glad that you have joined on today to tune in and listen. Uh, Thank you, Jesus. Um, You know, here on this podcast, I am sharing God's word to bring forth biblical truth, which is the word of God. Amen. Bringing forth biblical truth, healing, and through the through the truth, healing comes and purpose. Amen. So, I am just sitting here and just, and I just love how, you know, the Lord leads me into what to say at times because I try my best. I said, Lord, I don't ever want to talk from my own mouth. Um, <laughs> I don't. So even as I'm talking to you, I'm saying, Holy Spirit, please fill my mouth with the words to speak um, that will edify, encourage, and empower those who are listening at this time. So I just want to talk about the anointing. I want to talk. I want to talk about who are those who are called and those who are chosen, and. Um, and I want to talk about, and I want to, the, the people in the Bible, but I want to zoom in on King David. And I know that many of us may, may or may not, you know, King David was, um, he was called and he was chosen at a young age when family rejected him and didn't want anything to do with him. He was found out, you know, doing stuff while the father, which is his father, Jesse, was basically pushing him in, pushing them in the front. So when God called and chosen David, um, he sent the prophet Samuel to Jesse's house because of what um, King Saul had done and disobeyed God. And God said to Samuel, because Samuel was just so sad about the fact that what has Saul done now? Like, look, what, what what's going on? So then God said to him, I have someone else. <laughs> you wipe your tears. We're moving on. And so God called and chosen David, and he sent, God sent Samuel to go anoint David with oil from a young age, a little boy, from a little boy, from he was a little boy. And, um, you know, David is one example. And, um, and I just want to talk about, take that now into when God has called you and chosen you. And I believe it says that many are called, but few are chosen. And when you are chosen, by God. God calls everyone. He wants he wants all of us to be with him. But God do choose certain set certain people, you know, for certain things. And it's not like they are better than you or you are better than them or anything like that. It's just God has chosen those set of people. You know, God can use anybody. So don't think that me saying this is like, oh, putting a, a sep, um, this is one side of people and this is the next side of people. No, that's not the case. 
you know, um, not everybody is called to be a leader, um, and not everybody is called to lead a congregation. Um, a, not everybody's called to do that. Not everybody's chosen to do that. Excuse me. Not everybody is chosen to do that. Okay. So, but God has called each person in their own way to walk in their own purpose and what he has placed us here on earth to do. But, um, when it comes to the anointing, this is not man's anointing that God placed upon his people. And we're talking about even David. We're talking about David. David is, you know, we're zooming on him as an example. The anointing that God places upon us is not man's anointing. It's God's anointing, you know. So when you see people operating in such a way, in such a unique way, you know, know that that's the anointing of God that is upon their lives. And God has anointed all of us, but there's a special, there's levels because Paul said, you go from glory to glory to glory to glory. Okay. Just like how we're, we're in the, in the, in the earth, you have, you're promoted, you know, you start, then you move up, you work, you know, but when it comes to salvation, you don't just when it comes to salvation, you don't have to work for that. I'm just letting people know that you don't have to work for that. I'm just giving an example. You don't have to work for salvation. But when you receive salvation, you have to work to maintain your salvation. You don't have to work to receive it, but you do have to work to maintain it. And when I say that, hear me clearly, because I want to, what I'm saying for individuals to understand You do not have to work to receive the salvation of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It is freely given to every person who will receive it with an open heart, ready to receive Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, Redeemer, and friend. Receiving Jesus Christ to be the Lord and Savior over your life, giving him your soul, mind, will, and emotion. Help making him the author and the finisher of your faith, or often the finisher of your life. Now you have surrendered. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to fix up, be good, and then come, come just as you are, broken, hurt, not knowing what to do and how to do it. Come to Jesus the way you are right now, in your brokenness, in your hurt, in your pain, in your depression, everything that you are experiencing right now, you can come to Jesus just how you are. You don't have to fix up. You don't have to change. You don't have to say, God, let me work it out and then I'll come to you. No, don't do that. It's not, that's not a good option. Come to him the way you are because he can turn your mess into a message. He can turn your story into a testimony. He can turn your story into glory. He can turn your your situation around for your good, but especially for his glory. Because everything that you are experiencing, everything that you're experiencing right now, God could use it because he works all things together for those who love. That's the key word. Who love. That's the key right there in that scripture, Romans 8, 28. For those who love God, who love him, 
according, he can, he can, he can turn it around. He can turn everything around, make everything work together, um, for your life. Okay. You don't have to do nothing to receive salvation. You don't have to fix up for it. You don't have to put on nothing or take any, just come to Jesus, come to Jesus the way you are right now. Okay, just the way you are, come to Jesus, as I said. So, going back to my point, well, I want to read um, Romans 8, verse 28, and it says, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and those who are called according to his purpose. Amen? So, just want to amplify that. But now to the other part of what I'm saying. Now, when you receive salvation, you work to maintain it. How do one work to maintain their salvation? To maintain it, you have to by studying the word of God. You don't just get saved and you don't just um, receive the salvation of Jesus Christ. Getting saved and you're saved by grace through faith. Okay, you are saved by the grace of God through faith, believing in Jesus Christ. Okay, that's how you know that you are saved because it's by the grace of God. It's nothing. As I said, I keep amplifying this because people think that they have to work to receive salvation. It's free. It's really free. It's free. And by having faith in him, you remain saved. Okay, all right. Now, to maintain your salvation, to maintain it, and to keep, to maintain it, and to develop a personal relationship now with Jesus Christ, getting to know Jesus, having a personal relationship with him, how does that grow, how does that evolve, how do I begin to change as a person, I know I'm going kind of off script here, but I just want to throw this in because, and then I'm going to get back into what I'm saying. You know, how does, um, how does now I develop my relationship with Jesus Christ by getting into the word? How do I get into word? By reading it, learning it, studying it daily, daily. You take a scripture a day and you meditate on that scripture or that scripture for the week. However you feel led and you're comfortable in your study. Because as you do that, the Holy Spirit that now's, not now dwells in you and lives in you when you receive Jesus Christ. He's going to teach you on how to do certain things and how to you know, move and how to behave and how to act and just how to be more like Jesus Christ because he is the spirit of God. Amen. He dwells within us now, right? So you maintain and develop a personal relationship with your Lord, with your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, through studying your word because we have to study to show ourselves approved right and then on another that's one and also by prayer a line of communication 
And prayer is faith, having faith when you go before God. Like, you believe God. You don't just believe, you don't just believe in God. You believe God straight out. Like, when you go to God in prayer, before you even pray, he hears you, right? And sometimes you will not have the... It's no formality in praying, meaning that you have to come with the proper words. And you just go to the Lord God in prayer through Jesus Christ because that is who... That's how we can access God is through Jesus Christ. As it is written in John 14, 6, um, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and life. No one goes to the Father except through me. There is not many way to heaven. There's not many way to God. There's only one way to God Almighty, and that is through Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Okay, so Holy Spirit will begin to help you to pray, begin to help you to study, and begin to help you to fast, develop a lifestyle. Because being a Christian is a lifestyle. I think this conversation is going a different direction in how I intended it, and I will continue on this path. Even though I started out talking about the anointing and the calling, but even as I'm talking about, I still can bring it through that. When you are called by God, and as you are called by God and you develop a relationship with him, God has called you and chosen you for such a time as this because you serve a purpose. And I just even want, yes, Lord, thank you, Holy Spirit. David was rejected at a young age. And for the people who have been rejected by man, that has been rejected by family, friends, have been rejected by people overall, God has not rejected you. And even with people who believe that God has forgotten you, God has rejected you. That is a lie from the pit of hell. God knows your name. He loves you and he want to establish a relationship with you. Okay. God went and even though man has rejected, even though if the family of David rejected him, God had a plan and a purpose for David. And I just want to even bring this. So when God calls you and God, God has called you and chosen you when you are on this journey now, and when you're on this journey with Christ Jesus on this journey of faith, there is going to be some hardships. And the reason why there's going to be hardships is because the enemy does not want you to does not want you to experience the, the 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 glory of God, the hand of God, the purposes of God. The hardships are going to come because now that you have left the darkness and coming into light for those who have been rejected. I want to let you know God has a plan for you. He has a purpose for your life, just like how he did for David. He had a plan and a purpose all for David. And yes, David went through some stuff. He went through some stuff. But you know what? You know what? You know what you can realize when you read the story of David is that he always was facing. He was always turning his face to God. He was always going to God. At the end of the day, he was always going back to God. He never turned his back on God, even in the hard times. Even so, listen. God says that in this world, we're gonna still go through things. We're gonna go through some stuff. But rather than going through stuff by yourself, you trust God. You depend on God, because when God calls you now and chosen you, and the anointing that He's placing upon you, the enemy does not want you to have that anointing. 
The enemy don't want that anointing. It's, it's, it's. <laughs> I heard someone say, I laugh because I heard, um, let me calm down. Because I get excited. I start talking like, you know, I start going in when I get excited about what I'm saying. I heard, um, I believe it's the ministry setting. He was saying that it's not so much the person that the enemy is after, but it's what's on the person that he don't want you to have. God has been calling you. God has called you by name like he did um, Samuel. God has called you by name as he did for David. God has called you. God is calling you. Yes, you who's listening to this podcast. Yes, I'm talking about you. Yes, you. I'm talking to you. God has called you. You are called. You are chosen. God wants to do a new thing in your life now. In order for your life to begin to change, in order for change to come, true change, true change, it only comes through Jesus Christ. People believe that they can change themselves. You cannot change yourself. Yes, you can do certain things and change your bad habits, but to experience eternal change, you can't do that on your own. That's not based on man's strength. No. Then if that was the case, why would we need Jesus Christ? But we do need him. We do need him 100%. Amen? God has called you. God has chosen you. God wants to do a new thing in your life. God has anointed you. God has appointed you for such a time as this. There is purpose within you. There is a reason why you're still alive. You have a destiny and a future that lies ahead. Because the word of God says in Jeremiah 29 verse 11. Because I'm here to affirm some people. I'm here to affirm some people on here. Who's been feeling rejected. Who have been rejected. Who felt, who feels like there is no reason that I'm supposed to be here. Um, They forgot about me. They don't care about me. Even said God forgot about me. Mm-mm, mm-mm. God remembers you. God knows you. He knows you. He knows you. The word of God says, but the word of God says in Jeremiah 29 verse 11, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a hope and a future. And it also say in verse 12, because a lot of us read 11 and, and, and that's it. And it says, then you will call on me, okay, and and go and pray to me and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Amen. You we have to go to God in order to know these plans and everything that God for us. We have to come to him. Our God is a gentle God. He does not force nothing. We have free will. We don't, we have the option to do what we want to do. But know that when we do our own thing, we have our consequences to face. So rather than trying to do it your own way or rather do it on your own, allow God to lead you. Allow God to lead you. Amen. Do not stay in that place of rejectionist. You don't have to stay. 
in that place of rejection and the place of hurt and the place of 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 bitterness and the plate of and the place of frustration and oppression and de- no you don't have to stay there you have options and that option is Jesus Christ your healer Jesus Christ your healer and your deliverer amen and in order to begin you have to establish that relationship with him get into his word I'm telling you, the reason why, and the Holy Spirit really highlighted this for me, and I'm I'm ending here. When he gave me this mandate on um on, on, on the podcast, and I say it was my intro, sharing God's word to bring forth biblical truth. I want to give a mini breakdown, and as I said, I'm ending here. Sharing God's word to bring forth biblical truth. What is the biblical truth? The word of God. I'm sharing his word, which is truth, biblical truth, to those who have been hearing the lies of the enemy for so long. Because I, this is this is a this is a testimony. I'm I'm this is why when the, when the Lord gave it to me, at first I didn't really understand it, but today not today, it was um this week. The Lord really showed me what I've given you, Shanique. I'm, I've given you this to share my word, to bring forth biblical truth to the lost and found. And through you sharing the word, through you sharing my word, they're going to be healed and purpose is going to come forth because I was there. I was there. I, you, I was there. I was in a place where feeling rejected, feeling broken, hurt. Um, depressed, oppressed, cast down, not knowing my purpose. I was unhealed. I was hurting on the inside. But God, when I be, and 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 then because I was in that place, I believed the lies of the enemy. I believed the lies of the enemy. But once I got in relationship with God, relationship with Jesus Christ, true, genuine relationship with them, with the Holy Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, they're one in three different expressions. When I got in relationship with Jesus Christ of Nazareth and I made him my Lord and Savior of my life, I began to know the truth that God says about me. I am loved. I am healed. I am forgiven. I am more than enough. I am joined eared with Christ. I am the head and not the tail. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I began to know the truth of God, the biblical truth that God says about me. I have a plan for you. I have a future for you. What? What? I began to know the biblical truth and through and, and through receiving that biblical truth and receiving the truth which is who is Jesus Christ because he says I am the way the truth and life I receive the truth as my personal lord and savior I began to experience life on a different level and my he and I be, and God and, and and Jesus Christ began to heal me, began to heal me from my brokenness, from my uh, hurt, from from rejection, from everything that I've experienced, and He began to show me things when I called on Him, when I went to Him in prayer. Because Jeremiah 33 says, call on me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things. 
when I began to go to um, God in prayer in the name of Jesus, my the, I, I, I began to experience the healing power of Jesus Christ. And, and through that, I began to know my purpose. My purpose is to serve God through my calling. I'm called to evangelize. Evangelize his word, making disciples. So I'm just like, wow. So listen, listen, I'm a living testament, a living, a living testimony of what I share. When I come on here and I share this, it's because I'm living this. I've lived it and I am living this out on a daily basis. I will never come on here and talk from a place of, like I've never been through it. I've gone through it, been through it, overcoming, and have other stuff. Because as you continue growing God, there's going to be more stuff that is trying to come. But guess what? You get stronger in the Lord. You get stronger in the Lord. You're not going to be scared or timid or afraid of nothing. You're going to be a warrior on fire. Okay? Do not be afraid. Because God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. Amen? So, I'm sharing this word with you. I'm sharing the truth and let you know what God says about you. So you can experience the healing power of God. So you, if you feel like you don't serve any purpose, you will begin to know your purpose. You will begin to know that your purpose is to serve God with all your heart, mind, soul, and body through your calling. If God has called you, chosen you to be a, a author, through that, you're serving God and serving his people. Through your calling, you're, 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 you're sharing the gospel if you're an author, if you're a singer, if you're a musician, if you're a dancer, if you're a writer, if you're a, um, a, 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 a chef, God calls us in different, if you're a pastor, if you're an evangelist, if you are, um, and God can, God calls you within the, the five-fold ministry through your gifts. I, I think I need to do another teaching right there on that. Okay. So. God calls those who are rejected, who have been feeling that they are not worthy. <laughs> Just like how we call David. He has called, he called David, he chose David. He anointed David. He appointed David before David even stepped into being a king. God has called you by name before the foundation of the earth, before you were even conceived in your mother's womb. God's hand was upon you. God's hand is upon you. Okay? So, thank you, Holy Spirit, for the way you have just brought this whole thing together. I just love when the Holy Spirit does it because he does it so wonderful. So I'm just here to encourage you. If you are, if you have experienced rejection or 
is feeling rejected right now, know that God could use that same rejection for his glory. And I know it don't make no sense. Like, how can God use that? Listen, as I said, me here is a living testimony of the product of the hand of God. Because I've, I've, I have seen, experienced, and know what the Lord has done for me and is still doing right now. You hear what I'm saying? God has done it. It's not Shanique, but it's God. Because when I went to him, my mind, I think I've shared this before. Literally, I was in a place, my mind was not where it needed to be. My mind was out. I was so messed up there mentally because the enemy had like a stronghold on my mind. But God, when I began to know the truth and receive the truth, I received the truth who is Jesus Christ. Let me put, I'm, I really am trying to um, really put this in your spirit. When I received the truth, who is Jesus, the way, the truth, and life, and I discovered that scripture, I was like, whoa. Okay, that's where um, sharing God's word, bringing forth biblical truth, healing, and purpose comes from. It's because when you experience, when you receive the truth, experience the truth, who is Jesus Christ, and begin to read the truth because he's the word. He's the living word. Your life will never be the same as begin to walk his way because he is the way. Begin to experience life because he is life. You begin to experience the healing power because he is the healer. You begin to know your purpose because your purpose is to serve him. Oh gosh, your life will never be the same, my friend. Your life will change forever. Your life will change, but you have to want him more than you want anything else in this world. Your heart has to be towards him, dying to you, dying to your flesh, dying to your ways of, of thinking and your ways of living. The way you are living right now, it's not what God wants for you, but he wants more out of you because there is so much more to unlock in you for his glory. And no, it's not going to be easy at times, but guess what? You have the backing of the Lord God Almighty. You have the army of God behind you. Because though the weapons may form, it will not prosper. The enemy may try and come and tell you that it's not worth it, but the devil is a liar. I'm coming for you. In the name of Jesus, you are worth more than what you're experiencing right now. You are not your past and you are not your present. You are not what you're experiencing right now. You are not your hurt. You are not your frustration. You are not your, de your, your depression. You are not what man says about you. The lies that the enemy has used man to speak over you. The lies that the enemy has told you in your ears. You are more than a conqueror because God says you are more than a conqueror when you know oh, Jesus Lord thank you Lord listen God has great stuff in store for you so much this gift this gift that God is wood that is freely given there is more but yes there is a price that you pay in the sense of you have to work to maintain your salvation and receive more in Christ. If you if you join a gym 
and you say that you want to work out to lose weight you, you accept this membership you don't have to stay at the gym you can leave and you can reject the membership if you want you could come and sign up and be a part and be consistent work out you know eat the right meal begin to work out because outside of the gym you still have to eat properly it's not just working out alone 80% of 80% of losing weight is diet and then the 20% is exercise right so i'm just using the gym membership as an example when it comes to this journey just an a, a tangible example okay you join the gym You have to put the work in. You can freely join the gym if you want to. You just say that the price is already paid for the gym. Someone said, I'm I paid for your gym for your whole entire life. You don't have to pay nothing monthly. Just come work out. You can come to the gym and you can literally sit there and do nothing and don't see no results. But you can come to the gym because the person said the owner said, you can come to this gym. You don't have to You don't have to pay for this. You don't have to. Just come and work out freely. There's nothing that you have to pay for. You can use the sauna. You can use the bat. You can do. You can get snacks. Whatever you want is literally free in this gym. You just come and work out and, and, and get the results that you need. Okay? You can come to. You can choose to come to the gym for free. And you can sit down and get no and get no results by not working out. To, and 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 you can come to the gym and work out, get the results, and continue to maintaining and asking the trainers, how do I continue to maintain this? You have people as leaders who are there as trainers. These are the leaders that God will place in your life and help you now to maintain and and help you to lose your weight and 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 or help you to lose your weight help you to maintain your weight help you to maintain your salvation help you to maintain your relationship with Jesus Christ but also giving you the tools and then you're doing it you're putting in the work okay but you have to maintain it you can't just come and just sit. So I'm telling you that, yes, Jesus Christ, the Lord God Almighty, has a plan and a purpose for your life. But just like anything else, you have to maintain this. But know that the glory, the eternal life that you're experiencing is always worth it. Because when you sit in glory with God, listen, hell is real. Hell is real, and I don't want you to go there. That's why I'm putting this out there. This is why I'm putting it out there. Because hell is real, and it's eternal torture. It's eternal torture. Hell was created for the devil and his imps. But guess what? The enemy wants to bring as much people as he can down there with him. So therefore, I'm here to tell you that hell is real, and it's eternal torture, and you don't want to go there. And I'm not trying to bring fear in you so you can serve God only because you don't want to go to hell. Don't do that. Don't do that. Serve the Lord Jesus Christ because you you genuinely want to serve him. But I'm, I don't want you to go there. I want you to experience the glory of God here on earth and experience his eternal glory 
when you go to heaven because heaven is beautiful heaven is lovely heaven is just straight of gold there's no tears there there's no frustration there there's no pain there it's just amazing and i want you to experience that i want all of us to experience that i want us to experience the eternal glory of our lord and savior amen I want us to experience the eternal glory of our God, of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So, I'm sharing this. Overall, while you, you're, listen, I heard someone said that people who are on their way to hell, that earth will be the only heaven that they will experience. And people who are on their way to heaven the earth will be the only hell that they experience. Because people in the world who don't want to accept Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, they believe that they're living their best their best life, quote unquote. But they're not. <laughs> they think this is a they think this is all fun and games. It's it's real here. It's real here. But I pray that you're encouraged. I pray that you are encouraged today. And I thank you so much for joining. I know I went on beyond where I was saying I was going to stop. But the Lord will be done. Amen. So, beautiful people, thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to share this and share this with family, friends. And thank you again for joining. Until next time, it's your host, Shani Crystal. Have a wonderful day. God bless you.